coming to you from the streets of Nashville. It's a very special midweek Music Universe podcast. Uh, oh, hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? You sound we, like you're doing we awesome. We did that at the same time. I'm doing really good. I just, I just had a bucket list item. Mm-hmm. I just saw a show at the Ryman Auditorium. Right. Buddy, you're not. You're not. Boz Skaggs, the R&B, blues, funk, guitar, singer, artist. Not terribly familiar with his work, but I wanted to see him for the simple fact of seeing a show at the Ryman. Um, it's a great venue. It's, it's beautiful. Now, that wind you're hearing is we're getting a little bit of drizzle, so there's a, a bit of a rain front moving in. I don't want to say storm. Because uh, it still is only about a 30% chance of any actual precipitation, but it is drizzling a little bit. You know, um, I, I don't hear I'm wind. walking back. I, I don't hear I'm, wind. I hear a little clipping, and uh, I've adjusted the best that I can on my end. So I guess we'll just have to fine. kind of deal with it. I also have my GPS instructions coming through because I'm actually taking this time to walk back to the hotel across the famous bridge. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not sure which bridge I'm going to hit. I'm either going to hit the Rainbow Bridge the light bridge, I call it the rainbow bridge because every time I see it, it's lit up like a rainbow. Right. Um, and then there's that other, I don't want to say more rickety looking, but it certainly is used more as a pedestrian bridge. Uh, what bridge is that called? Uh, well, I don't know. They've changed a lot since I've been there and I haven't been following. Uh, following you know which thing. one I mean though, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can, you know, try to Google it, but um, Nashville Pedestrian Bridge is pretty much the Nashville Pedestrian Bridge. Uh, the John Siegenthaler Pedestrian Bridge, I believe, might be what you're referring to. Is it the one that oh, kind right. of one that kind of has the um, oh, it almost looks like the uh, the way the one in um, San Francisco has. Golden Gate Bridge? Does it kind of look like that, except it's not red? Right. It's Yeah, or the ha- Shelby Street. The trusses, yeah. Shelby so Street, I don't yeah. know which bridge this is going to take me over. But anyway, it was, you know, that venue, that venue just breathes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sitting there, I'm in the balcony, which is where I wanted to be, because I wanted to watch the whole thing. And that venue just was, it's like it was talking back. And I've never been in a venue that talks back. It's like it was, there were seven members on stage. It's like the venue itself, and I'm not trying to be corny. I, I, I'm, I'm the first guy to get skeptical, like, oh, stop showing reverence for a building. It's a freaking building. Knock it off. You know, go in and see the show be done. No, that building, that building, it's almost supernaturally meant for what it is, even though it's a converted church. Um, and it's almost like the building itself n- knows what's going on and has reverence for the artist and the artist, artist has reverence for where they're playing. And it just, it's unlike anything in the world, really. You're right. It's a wonderful place to see a show. Um, I've been there before for a show. It was, uh, it was fantastic. And I'll tell you, there's not a bad seat in the place. Not a no. bad seat. And you, you were on the balcony curved. like I was. Yeah, right side of the balcony. It was, it was just awesome. I uh, was uh, was great. I was dead center for uh, Reba Kelly Clarkson uh, CMT Crossroads in two thousand seven. And you're not that far away from the artist. 
no. anywhere in that house. Not at all. Um, um, what was it like? Um, well, that was your first time in it. What was it like walking in it? Like, give us, give us your thoughts. Give us the idea. I've been in the Ryman once before, but I had never seen a show there. Mm-hmm. Hang on, this these directions are confusing me. I'm walking. <laughs> I'm on Union Street. I'm passing Grumpy's Bail Bonds, and I'm near a park. Isn't it neat that GPS can walk you to your location? It is. And the only reason I'm doing this is I want to walk across the bridge. We didn't get to do that when we were here last year. Yeah. Uh, we're off to Huntsville tomorrow. But, but I want to focus on the Ryman. That venue is... That is a sacred place for music. And I just... I felt it. You can really feel it when you're there. The acoustics are amazing. It's like it, it lifts the music up and mm-hmm. lays it back down on the crowd in a really beautiful way. The benches, I don't know if you remember this, but for me, or if it was like this for you, but the benches, the benches vibrated, buddy. It was yeah. like, the whole thing was just shaking. You're in church, brother. Yeah. It's, and I've never sat uh, to see a live concert, well, except for going to the Opry. I've never sat to see a live concert in a pew. Mm-hmm. So, definitely has that concert feel to it um, in that respect. Yeah. Um, tell me about the sound. What, what was the sound like? Uh, how clear was it? You know, let, kind of walk us through the, uh, through the experience. Sound was super clear. Sound was super clear. The band swallowed Boz a little bit on the, on the faster songs, on the more full-bodied songs. The sound was great. The lighting was great. If there was a solo, they would black out the stage and they would only put the spotlight on whoever was soloing because uh, he's kind of a jam artist, you know, kind of a less grittier uh, uh, Dickie Betts, if you will. Right. So uh, there was a lot of jamming going on, and it was super clear, which you wouldn't think from a cavernous auditorium um, that, that the acoustics would be that good because there really isn't much in the way of sound design in that building. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so it's it's, um, just, it's quite the experience to have a show there, and um, now I, how I, was it when you when you hurt when you were there? Oh, it, it was great. I mean, you know, I, I try to remember as much as I can because it was just so long ago. But um, it was great. the The best part, I guess, I enjoyed about that is when you could hear the crew members, and even at the time, Reba's drummer Tommy Harden kind of grunting and, you know, being kind of funny behind the kit. And it was just the room sound that you could hear. Yeah. It it was, it was like you were right in front of them. And again, I was center balcony, but that's what it felt like because you could hear, you could easily have a conversation with the stage and hear them without any microphones. It, it was a very pleasant experience. And, um, some uh, neat memories, you know, down there as well, you know, the, the alleyway between the Ryman and Tootsie's and 
in the lower Broadway bars there on that side of the street. Um, it's where I met Charlie Daniels. It's where I met Tim McGraw. Um, I had to uh, yeah. I had to go into that alley myself, mm-hmm. and uh, I went into Tootsie's, had a quick drink in Tootsie's. Nothing alcoholic, for those wondering. Um, but <laughs> I had a quick uh, little something in Tootsie's, and then I went on my merry way uh, across. And what's interesting to me about the Ryman, that people mean, oh, no, I'm across from the Rainbow Bridge. I'm on a bridge that has no covering. Um, I'm going to take a picture, and I'm going to send it to you, buddy. Maybe you could tell me where you are. I, I'm okay. right across from... I'm right across from the stadium. Um, this is beautiful. This now is remember, beautiful some of this view. stuff, some of this stuff is new since I've been there. Um, but I'll tell you, was uh, Dick's Barbecue still there? I didn't see it. I believe it was Dick's. It, it was there was no. a barbecue joint that Kelly, uh, right before the show, we were hanging out in the alley. Uh, me and a few friends, we were hanging out in the alley, and um, Kelly walked across with some friends and kind of said hi to us um you know and then walked into the uh backstage entrance um you know i really can't tell based on the picture you sent me where you're at but i you can see nissan stadium and another pedestrian bridge so yeah uh, Na- nashville's full of uh pretty pedestrian friendly down there uh you know as long as you're not driving and being a damn fool i I love it. It's beautiful. I have to say, um, the thing that I sort of forgot about the Ryman from when I was there just for a tour six years ago, because the bus dropped us off on the right side when, when we went on the tour, mm-hmm. but I walked from Tootsie's and I thought, oh, I'll just around the corner to the front of the building. Well, what everybody thinks is the front of the Ryman that you see in the pictures and everything, that's not the front of the building. Right. The front of the building is around two corners and you go in there, and then you make your way back into the, the church part of the building, um, which was a little unique. I believe the the front of the Ryman is uh, more like Fourth or Fifth Avenue than it is. Yes, fourth. I think it's Fourth, and then Fifth Avenue is the rear side where everyone gets their photo on the steps. Walking past Nissan Stadium now, I'm on this bridge, just trying to. I don't care what time I get back. I'm just taking my time. Um, no, it's beautiful, uh, man. Nashville is such a beautiful city. And we're staying downtown. I shouldn't say we're staying downtown um, on the fart end of downtown. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is, the, this is the skyline view. Look, I got a wow. I got to get a picture here. And you were asking uh, me. Leave about all this in because yeah. this, is, this, is this is the good stuff. Um, you know, I... We're staying kind of on the butt end of downtown near the stadium. Um, but, however, uh, that's okay with me. You know, you don't, we don't have to pay to park. None of that crap. Yeah. So, hey, send, me, in a, send me that skyline photo. And I'll include that as our uh, cover photo for the episode. Yeah, I'll show you what I just told But But, um, so to kind of uh, let folks know, like you said, you're, you're not really familiar with Boz Skaggs' music, but you were going through Nashville, and your bucket list was to see a show there. Yeah. And you didn't I, care who it was. I didn't care who it was. I, I have to say there were moments that dragged for me, and there were moments that, that were awesome for me. And I found what, and he did one song that I liked that I'm probably going to download, which is what, what it's about when you open your heart and your mind to new artists. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I miss that city. You find, you find stuff. 
right? God, I miss And so, I know you do. (laughs) I know you do. And I'm trying to convince him, listeners, Uh. to come back, to come back. So here's my thing. We are slated for the next little leg of reviews on the road is going to be another meetup in Vegas where we're going to see Reba Brooks and Dunn. We have our tickets Mm -hmm. and maybe a couple other shows along the way uh, while we're in town. Well, I'm, I'm attending two shows, so... If things keep trending the way they are, we're fine. We just had that little dip down at the end of summer. But if things keep trending the way they are, we will be fine. Mm-hmm. If they decide, because Vegas is a mask city. Nashville, very important, not a mask city. They say it's recommended, but they don't... Um, don't enforce it. But they, but they don't enforce it. Uh, sorry, a car just slowed down as it saw, saw me, so I had to see what I was doing there. Yeah, don't get um, killed. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Nashville's a safe city, right, buddy? Right? Uh, sure. Okay. Don't get, don't uh, get shot or run over. I won't. Um, I'm walking <laughs> on the sidewalk on this, bri- on this beautiful, beautiful bridge. What's the river? The Cumberland River. Cumberland River. Mm-hmm. So walking across the Cumberland River right now, but... Nashville's not a mask city. They don't enforce it. They recommend it. They encourage it. They're not. The staff doesn't even wear the masks. I, I was chatting up with some bar people, some of the bar people. They don't enforce it. Na- uh, Vegas, so where I was headed with this, is Vegas enforces that. And if that becomes a slippery slope to them canceling some live shows, I've been trying to convince the West Coaster to come back to his former hometown. No. And, and uh, no. do like we did last year and make that a tradition. No. So, no. He says no, but it's, no. He says no, but give it a month. Um, no, and here's why. <laughs> here's why I can drive to Vegas. I'm four hours. I know, I know, I know. So, but tomorrow we head down to Huntsville. Um, oh, another thing about Ryman. Another thing about Ryman. And I was talking with some ladies about this at the at the bar. The the, the ladies who work there and they mm-hmm. said that it depends on the show if they think they're going to make money from people coming to the show and opening the gift shop they'll open it if they don't think so it won't be open so i went there I'd, i didn't want to get artist merch i went there to get um i wanted to get ryman merch after my first show at the ryman now i will say at gaylord earlier today we were at the opryland hotel i had the opportunity I had the opportunity to uh, buy a Ryman hat, but I thought I'm not actually at the Ryman. Who knows if this is one that they sell over there? I want to get, I want to buy it at the venue. But I waited, and it turns out they were closed. So just be aware that if you're going to come see a show at the Ryman, they might close the gift shop. And I think, given the age range of Boz Skaggs fans, let's just say I was probably one of the youngest people there. and I'm not being critical. He has his audience. That, that's great. But I noticed they were they skewed older. So mm-hmm. they probably thought, ah, these older people, they're, they're older, they're locals. They're not going to want Ryman merchandise. We're not going to open. Right. You know, somebody like a Garth Brooks, when he played there, I'm sure that was open because that was, that was past capacity. They were doing standing room only for that show. So yeah. when he was there five years ago for the launch of the Garth Channel. Mm-hmm. So... Well, l- let me ask you this. Since since you don't, I, I know you need to get going to um, Huntsville. Oh no, I'm not. Are I'm, you? Yes. Are you going back to the Opry shop to get a hat? Thing about it, 
but I'm such a ter- I'm like, do I want it? Do I need it? Well, you don't need it because I've seen the hats you've taken with you. And Lord knows, I, yeah. last time we were in Nashville, you had a slew of Garth hats. I brought all of my Garth hats. Oh, my God. Mainly to show you and to have Jesse laugh at me. Well, willingly okay. Put- you had a cowboy hat. You had some other hat. And no telling what else. Plus, I got a damn Luke Combs hat here you forced me to pick up during that concert. So, how many hats do you need, brother? Look. Yeah, with messing. each passing day, I lose a follicle. So, you know. That is very I, true. So. <laughs> very, very hats, true. Hats, I like my hats, okay? I, I'm not ashamed of it. I like my hats. Well, you didn't answer me this, I guess, because I didn't ask you now. But earlier you were at Boot Barn on Broadway, and you were sending me hats. And it was it was a gray hat, but you're like, well, I don't know. Give me shit about it. It was Tam. Tam, I didn't whatever. get it. I didn't get you it. Didn't. Well. And it was funny because because I like the one hat I wore, and I'm like, it doesn't. They don't have it in my size. I look around. It's on the corner in the floor, like t- on the floor in the corner, just tucked away. Mm-hmm. And it it was my size. And I'm like, damn it. But then I put it on and I and I took a picture, and I'm like, eh, I'm too pale for this. So. We were at Manuel. To, okay, well, we were at Manuel today. You looked fine, you, by the way. For those of you who aren't familiar with Manuel, go back in our archives and try to find from last year. Our and and I'm going to remind them that you said you were going to wear that shirt forever, on every podcast, interview, episode, whatever we did, and you lied. It, I. I I'm scared to wear it, okay? I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> well, for the it's, price it's, you paid, I, I would be scared it's, too. It's, it's a piece of artwork. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know what to say to that. It's, it's a piece of art. I can't, I'm scared. But, so we went, and those of you who know, this is a road trip, but I don't drive. I have my best friend uh, driving uh, thousands of miles this week. Um, He's going to need an oil we, change by the time you guys get back. Oh, he's going to get an oil change in Branson. Um, so we're, <laughs> There's we're, another story. Gonna, that's another story that I'm sure will unfold as comically as the rest of this trip. Which but, is unfolding as it goes. I mean, literally, you decided as the day we're recording this episode on October well, I wanted to do something specific about the Ryman because the thing about the Ryman is it's, it's a destination unto itself. Mm-hmm. They've reopened. It felt normal. There was nary a mask in sight. It was just beautiful. It was real music, real venue, just, it's how music needs to be heard. I can't, I was going to write up the show, but number one, I really only like writing up shows if I'm very familiar with the artist, mm-hmm. and I can compare it to how I know they usually are, because that's a good rubric to have. Right. Number two, thank you very much, Ryman Auditorium. They were the ones who let us come and, and see what reopening is like at the show tonight. Um, it's just a bucket list item. So it's not fair to try to put, I couldn't, if you you even hear me talking, it's hard to put this in words, how awesome this was, because it's, it's not, it reminded me a little bit of Coliseum at Caesar's Palace in that that is the only time I felt the chairs move was seeing Reba Brooks and Dunn at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Mm -hmm. It reminded me a little bit of Tanya Tucker um, at uh, Town Hall in New York City because that's an auditorium and we can get into what makes an auditorium versus a theater another time 
that's a, a similarly laid out auditorium uh, that I walked in. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like the New York's Ryman. And going to the real Ryman, I realized that was not um, sacrilegious to say. They are they're almost sister venues. Mm -hmm. So I was purely there to hear the music in that space, and and it is and it's constantly at the top of lists for recommendations for people to see live music. Um, it's just in, it's just an incredible, incredible venue. Was this a sold out show? Yeah, very nearly, very nearly. My row was empty. No, my row was full. What am I saying? Yeah, because it holds about thirty or uh, sorry, twenty three hundred sixty two people. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it, it looks small when you see it empty, but don't let it deceive you. They can pack them in, because there were there was a fold. There was a folding chair section um, in the front in the front of the stage and at the very top of the back balcony. And I wouldn't doubt if there were more folding chairs at the back of the orchestra um, uh, section. Although that would be really hard to see. Um, hmm. Interesting. Know, this, this Nashville trip, we did everything I wanted to do. We went to we went to Offrey Land. We went to. Manuel. Oh, and let me finish my Manuel story. So we get there. My best friend, his name's Isaac. We, uh, he puts up with my bullshit like nobody else ever has. It's, well, it's awesome. Hey, I, can we, can we go to Branson while we're out? Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like, it's another nine hours of day. I don't care. So he just, he puts up with me to a degree no one else has. So I said to him, let's go to Manuel. And actually, he brought it up. I'd said, let's go to Manuel. He almost got away scot-free because we were both a little tired. I had some things to do in the room. Um, so we're walking out of the Opryland, And he says to me, didn't you want to go see that guy? I'm like, what? The guy with the shirts. I'm like, oh, Manuel. Um, yeah, let's go. He shot so himself we... in the foot, didn't he? Yeah. He shot himself in the bank account. <laughs> One second. We'll get there. So we get to Manuel. And I walk in. And I say, I'll probably tell this podcast again when I'm home and we, I'll probably tell this again on the rap podcast, but I walk in and I say, listen, I say, uh, I say, hi. And there's a new girl there and she says, hi. She goes, I actually, I, I bought a piece last year. I said, is Manuel in? I'd like to, I'd like to see him. And she goes, hang on. And she, she says, come with me. And she starts taking me back to the sewing room, but his main assistant, uh, Wellesley, I think her name is, um, mm -hmm. She comes out and she goes, guys, you're over there. I'm like, what? Oh, no, she was taking me back to say hi to Manuel. She goes, you bought a shirt last year, didn't you? I said, yeah. She, she goes, hang on, let me get him so I can say, you can say hi. So she realized I wasn't just a fan. Um, right. But, oh, my God, he and Isaac started chitter-chatting away. <laughs> it was great. And then, and then which you'll hear on, you'll hear this story on another, uh, on the specific episode, but through a strange confluence of events, we ended up setting up and doing an interview right there. And Isaac with Manuel and Isaac started shopping the shirts and I see him pull out one, put it on and he doesn't take it off. Interesting. And he doesn't take it off, takes it off. Eventually takes another one out, puts that on, Wears it for a little while, realizes it's too small, goes back to the other one, just keeps staring at it. Right. And so 
I'm enjoying the interview with Manuel, but I'm also I also know what's coming when we're done, because <laughs> I had said to that man, I said to him, listen, yeah, the shit's expensive. I said, but if you see something you like, you'll buy it. Right. I said the man is getting up there in age. I don't know how long he's going to do this for. I said, that is art. I said. You like it. You think you're going to wear it. You think you can get use out of it. You get it. I don't care how much it is. Get it. Your bank account might not thank you now, but the collector in you, I said, if something speaks to you, only if something speaks to you, I said, you get it. Well, of course, you don't care how much it costs because you're not paying for it. Right. (laughs) I said, I I said, uh, and folks, folks, he loves to tell people how to spend their money. It's like his hobby. So he, he get he gets a shirt. He gets the shirt. I'm not kidding. He gets the shirt he liked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, cause I saw the attachment. I saw out of the corner of my eye, the moment he got attached to that shirt. I'm like, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Cause you saw it happen with me. I was like, yeah, this is coming home with me. How much is it? Right. You know, right. It wasn't even a question. I'm like, okay, let me move money around. I, I, I don't care. Now, what what would he wear his for? Um, Political appearances? fundraising events. Okay. He wanted to wear it to the media event in Huntsville tomorrow because we have a, as you will see with media, we, with, with content we will be coming out with, we have a whole day in Huntsville tomorrow, even before the show, um, at the venue with the artists. Well, tell everybody what that show is. I don't think we've mentioned it. It's the Lee Greenwood and Friends concert with like, Every country music legend ever is going to be on that thing. And um, and I have a sneaking suspicion Dolly's going to show up because of the people who are organizing it. I have a sneaking suspicion she might surprise uh, the audience. I don't know, well, but we'll you, see. You never know. But I mean, you've got Big and Rich, Billy Dean, Brad Arnold of Three Doors Down, Craig Morgan, Crystal Gale, who's been on the show, Daryl Worley, Dustin Lynch. I mean, you've got more people than we can count at this point. And several of them, including Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, the Oaks, have all been on this show. So I can't wait to see Ty. I can't wait to actually meet him and shake his hand. Mm -hmm. Um, So they had me submit interview requests today, and I just sent one word, everybody. (laughs) I said everybody. So, um, you know... I sent them a specific list. Unfortunately, I forgot Ty was on it, but I focused on people we hadn't had before. But anyway, neither here nor there. He wanted to wear his men well to the media day tomorrow. I said, no. I said, I bought you a Music Universe t-shirt specifically for that. I said, and also, I said, you're not performing. You don't want to wear that when you're the only, when you're a journalist, and you don't want to do that. I said, it looks, you'll look like a poser. And he he understood what I was saying, because I've had experiences where I was like, oh, I look like I'm making myself out to look more important than I am, you know, and, and that can just, without meaning to, and that can just be bad. So I said, you can wear it that night at the show, because we'll have a couple hours in between the media event and uh, the show. I said, you can wear it at the show, um, but do not wear it at the, me- at the media events. So it's, it's, it, we, we had a fun day. We did the Country Music Hall of Fame. Um, Lots of new exhibits there, or at least, at the very least, things I didn't notice before. Um, so it was it, it was just a very 
very fun day. Uh, that's all I can say about it at this point. Tomorrow, we continue onward. And then Wednesday, we're back to driving for a full day. <laughs> Thursday, we're in Branson. And I don't know how long we're going to stay there. And then we're going to go up through Kentucky. He has a museum he wants to do in Kentucky. And then we're going to go home. So, um, I've never done anything like this. I've never done a road trip this extensive. Um, I'm enjoying it. I, I, I feel bad for Isaac. I try to, because he even said to me yesterday, he goes, you know, this is, this is the point where I would have switched off with somebody by now. I said, I know. So yeah. I'm trying, cause I don't, I don't drive friends. So I'm trying to, uh, make it as easy and as fun for him as possible. I'm glad you don't drive because you're not very good at navigating. I'm excellent <laughs> at navigating. Sure. No, I'm just not excellent at navigating in cars. <laughs> well, you did find your way back to the hotel already, right? Let me tell you, I'm staring at it right now. Okay. Let me tell you, <laughs> I got us to the Gaylord Opryland from Paula Deen's. I said, you're going to go park in the, in, the, in the freaking mall lot. I said, on this side. I said, I know how to walk to the Opryland from there. God, I hope so after like, all well, the damn walking we did last year. And, we and are I coming, remembered it. We are coming up on a year, too. We're about a month away from a year from that trip. Yeah, I want to do it again. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Well, on a permanent you... level, and I'm not getting into that right now, but on a permanent level, yes. Because you're a hop, skip, and a jump away. <laughs> And there's plenty. By plane, I want to clarify that it was a 12-hour drive. It was full, it's nine hours straight through, but with stopping and eating and all that, it was an 11 and a half hour drive. But you're I'm a hop, skip, and a jump on a flight. That's what I'm referring yes. to. Yes. And there's plenty of trouble we could get ourselves into. Oh yes. I've I've been there. Trust me. Not getting into that, so don't ask. But. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying your time Getting in stuck at a certain gate, thinking a certain celebrity is going to find us in the morning. I am this. so glad you're having fun in Nashville and look forward to the reporting you're going to be doing from Huntsville and all the stars you're going to meet. Bye, bye. And we're going to air that podcast episode ASAP as well. And there's a, hopefully... Uh, it'll there, be less of us over, and more energy. There's how he glossed over everybody. The, uh, the, the oopsie that I was bringing up because it was his mistake. And his daughter was screaming, laughing behind him in the back seat. We're not getting into that. Let's just say, uh, that we almost met again. <laughs> <laughs> I made a wrong turn, okay? Yes, you did, and it happens. I made a wrong turn, almost got the car stuck at one of Garth's entrances, not realizing that. And, um, well, thankfully, we didn't have to sleep overnight in the car. Oh, my God. I, but your, your daughter and I were cracking up. But you guys were scared shitless, too, when the car wouldn't move. Well, I'm thinking we're on candid camera for everybody <laughs> and their brother to see. You like, know, oh yeah. my God, these journalists turned stalkers. I'm like, no. No. You just want to see what everybody else has seen. Wrong That's turn. only fair. 
Wrong turn. You know, and, and that's that's another thing that we've discussed that we can get into in a different podcast. You have to be a fan first, I think, if you're going to do this. And I don't know how many journalists I've heard tell artists they are big fans of theirs and it's not frowned upon. I don't give a shit what people think. We are big fans of all these artists that we're chatting with and even bigger fans of some that we haven't chatted with. And I don't care if the world knows it. You have to be a fan to enjoy doing this. There's no doubt about it. And anyone who says they're not are lying. There's my rant. I'll keep it short and sweet because we are coming up on close to 40 minutes. And I don't know if people want to keep hearing us talk. I stop. Well, the problem is I would stop walking when I had a point to make. You know, and I walk slow, so the GPS estimate is never going to be accurate anyway. Yeah. So. Unless I'm behind the so, wheel. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm talking <laughs> from my walking. I know what you're talking about. My crippled about. ass. My crippled ass walking. I'm crossing a highway now, buddy. I'm putting my life in my hands here. I, I hear it. Be safe. Pay attention to that more than this. For the Music Universe podcast in, somewhere in Nashville, I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening. Keep checking out themusicuniverse.com and more episodes are coming, so subscribe today. Take care. Uh-huh.